To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Good day there, and welcome to the rewrap for Friday. All the best bits from the Mike Hosking Breakfast today, starring Tim Dow on Newsbook ZB. I am Green ZB. Oh, we put those bits in a cilia package, that's right. Did I say that? I don't think I said that. Anyway, um, we, we, this morning uh, we've got a little customer service issue with Air New Zealand. Uh, some people are so disgruntled with the customer service at school they're not going. And uh, we are going to uh, recommend some TV to you. But before any of that, uh, Labour sent to Melissa. I got a note in my letterbox from the Labour Party yesterday, and I guess you maybe have had one of these as well. It was all about the budget. And if you've read yours, maybe you too were surprised what a great sense of humour the people who compose this little document must have. It's an A4 sheet. Nice and glossy and in colour, folded in half twice, so it actually feels like a little booklet you're getting. On the front page, headlines say something along the lines of, here's what we've done for you in the budget, kind of lining you up for a terrific piece of satire. So I opened it up, fully expecting it was going to be one of those customised things like the supermarkets send out, and expecting the inside of the document about the, what the budget did for me would just be... A plain white sheet. Jokes on you. You know, this page intentionally left blank because there was next to nothing in it. Next to nothing. Cost of living payment? Nah, not for you, mate. Winter energy payment? Forget it. Benefit increase? You're kidding, aren't you? Cheap public transport? Well, not where I live. No public transport. And so it goes on. I've got to be really honest, though. I do buy petrol. So, yeah, I benefit from the fuel tax discount. But hang on, that was pre-budget and then extended on the day. There are about a dozen or so points on the list, 12 or 13. I chuckled my way through down to the last one. Uh, That was the big bring-the-house-down belly laugh. Number 13, it says. And we're doing all this while continuing to manage the economy responsibly. It's just brilliant. It's absolute comedy gold. And now we've got the OECD telling us to fight for a rampant inflation, to fight that we need to stop fire hosing the economy with cash. You think Grant Robertson's listening? Of course, my question is, who sends letters anymore? Isn't it all emails? Well, apparently some people just not that good at emails. Let me say up front before I uh, reveal something to you, uh, up front that I am a very big uh, supporter of our national airline, not least because we own so much of it, uh, but because I I like to ride on Air New Zealand planes. I enjoy uh, the vibe and the feeling. I like the food. I like the people I, you know and when you get on a plane especially if you if you're traveling long long haul you know you're getting on for one of those 12 13 hour journeys you get on the plane and it's almost like you're halfway home when it's one of our planes having said all that and that's not a paid advertisement by the way that's just uh, personal experience um uh, there's a few things that need to be done uh, with contact right now i tried to ring the airline And when you get through uh, to the 0800 number, it says, uh, we're very, very busy at the moment. Please be prepared uh, that you may have to wait. And then the sort of shift in the voice, three hours to have your call responded to. 
that's what it's like at the moment. And they, they admit this. They say they are flat tech. We are ringing because we, you know, we want to get traveling again. So I thought, okay, um, I know what I can do. This is only a minor thing that I want to query about. Why don't I send you an email? And we'll see if we can sort it out that way. And here's the email that came back. Thank you for contacting Air New Zealand. If your query is urgent, please reach out to us on one of the contact numbers below. No, I don't have three hours. Uh, for a response to your email, we currently estimate it will take a member of our team 10 to 15 business days to get back to you. So I, I don't know if I'm going to leave another 10 to 15 business days. That's a while to respond, that's to answer an email query. Now, as I said, I don't want to take uh, silly pot shots at the airline, uh, which we know has been through a terrible time. And we all support, and I'm sure as an awful lot of us can't wait to get on a plane and travel again. But seriously, 10 to 15 business days to answer an email is surely pushing it a little bit, don't you think? I don't know. How long do you expect to wait to get an answer to an email? Well, I, see, I mean, right I run a clean inbox policy. You do? I like you just nice... don't answer any of them. I, no, I just, just delete, delete, I delete, delete them delete, without delete, delete, them. delete, delete. <laughs> But, yeah, at least it's a clean inbox. Well, it explains an awful lot about why it's so difficult to get an answer out of you. I was thinking you had a 10 to 15 business day policy. And that's you just in conversations. That. You just have never. You just, you just delete. Fair enough. Wrapping the week after the news and sport at 8 o'clock. Also, uh, before 8 o'clock, um, we'll try and find out what's been going on in Omaru. Something really bizarre about the public loo in Omaru, which almost rhymes. Yes, um, uh, to come completely clean, my, my clear inbox policy basically involves me setting up a whole lot of other folders and just moving all the emails into those other folders. So really, I, I never actually get rid of anything. I just hide them away, sweep them under, under a sort of a folder-style rug. Um, they should teach this sort of stuff at school. If they did, I might have gone a bit more. Interesting, that discussion on, with Jono on truancy. I had to ask myself this morning, is our truancy rate really as bad as the headline might make you think? Here's the headline. Only six out of ten children are going to school regularly. Or put it another way, four out of ten children are not going to school regularly. And that sounds pretty bad. Doesn't it? Until you get down to the actual definition of going to school regularly. What it means is turning up for at least nine school days out of every 10. Or if you want to look at it the other way, missing one day of school every fortnight. So it is accurate to say that only 60% of our kids are achieving 90% attendance. That to me sounds a little bit better. Is it the running soil that you might have thought from the basic headline or is it about what you expect? Every parent knows that there are some days your kids just really don't want to go for whatever reason. Sometimes they're genuinely sick. Sometimes they're not in the mood. Something else is going on. Uh, as a parent, you make the call on the day, don't you? You either give them a little nudge just to get them out the door uh, or you think, no, okay, we'll give them this one. Keep them home for a day. Anyway, the government knows best and it thinks we should be doing a lot better. So we do have a new plan now, as we mentioned, to get more of our kids in school more of the time. All good. I mean, nobody thinks for a minute that it's smart to miss out on education. But if your kid's doing well and regularly go and turning up and your work's good, well, 
you know, can we afford a little gift? I hope this doesn't turn out to be another case of an expensive, uh, mostly wasteful, broad brush policy. We need some targeting when it comes to dealing with this. Let's see the energy go into uh, not those kids who miss the odd day every now and again. And because of the way it's counted, as Jono explained, turn out to be truants. Surely the target kids are the ones who are really missing out badly. The ones we call chronically absent. And that is a kid who misses three days of school in a fortnight. They, to me, are the truly truant kids, about one in every 12, and that is a big number. These are the ones we see walking the streets, hanging out in the park, getting into fights at the mall or the bus stop, wherever. These are the ones that we can actually save from falling into some seriously crappy lifestyle choices later on. Not the regular teen who just needs the odd mental health day once in a while. Yeah, yeah, you see, Tim, the school, it's about the masses. It's not about being targeted. That's why I hated it so much. Because I felt like nobody was really taking enough notice of me personally. And uh, I caused maximum, maximum disruption as a result when I, when, yeah, when I was there. Uh, we're just going to um, finish up here uh, with some uh, recommended viewing for you. Good to see you, Tim. He's been watching the telly. Seen an alien he likes the look of. Great telly. If just by the by, great telly, best bit of telly on free-to-air at the moment. I don't know if many people still watch free-to-air, but I do. Has got to be Resident Alien. I don't know if you've heard of this show. It is a fantastic show. Uh, the scenario is that an alien has been dispatched from his far distant, uh, very distant planet to uh, take over and control the Earth, wipe out humanity, uh, and then move on and you know wipe out the next planet. Uh, but it's an hilarious uh, character. It's set in uh, a very cold bit of the United States. I forget where, which uh, particular state it's set, but um, uh, I watched one from earlier on this week, yesterday afternoon, and the alien has gone and got uh, himself stuck halfway down a glacier in a bit of an accident, and he's starting to turn back from his human form into an alien form, and there's blue blood dripping all over the uh, glacier. It's hilarious stuff. So is it a bit like a chilly Morgan Mindy? Oh, it's, uh, it, it's Mork and Mindy uh, was children's TV, wasn't it? It was intended for a child audience, whereas this is intended for an adult audience. It's, it's very dry. It's very, very funny. And he obviously thinks like an alien, but looks like a human because he's stolen a human doctor's body and has a job in a town as a GP, which is why he's called the resident and so on and so forth. It's just got such great potential. It's been a huge amount of fun. Can't wait to see the next one. Was Morgan Mindy really for kids? I mean, obviously I was probably a kid when I watched it, but I thought it was very sort of modern. You had a, a woman and an alien in a de facto relationship. Well, they were living together. They ended up getting together, didn't they? I think they did. Anyway, ahead of its time. I'm Glenn ZB. Uh, that uh, was the rewrap. Uh, very adult, usually. I don't want children to listen to this. It's bad enough I've ruined my own kids' lives, let alone ruin other people's. Uh, we'll be back here on Monday with more. Who knows who will be hosting then?